My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. I'm not sure if I'm the only one that feels the uh, seemingly enormous, um, just disheartening. It's just so disheartening for those of us that have been standing, uh, some of us shoulder to shoulder, all of us really shoulder to shoulder, whether you're behind your screen most of the time, no matter where you're at around the country, um, to support what I believe and who I believe has been the greatest president of our lifetime, somebody that has been undoubtedly devoted to securing this country, to creating job opportunities for every every class period, for trying to erase the class lines, somebody that has stood up for the values that I hold so dear, especially the lives of the unborn, uh, to, to have somebody that's truly been an ally for us in uh, in the White House with with Israel, uh, that's kept so many of his promises for this to be his last day, officially his last day, at least of this presidency. Um, it is, uh, it's a solemn, yeah, I see your comments here, heartbroken, so depressed. Uh, our, our governor is closing three prisons. I hear prisons are being, are being locked down. It's a very sad day. I'm reading your comments on Facebook. Uh, sad day tomorrow as the president officially he won't be there for the inauguration of Joe Biden, uh, and nor should he. I don't believe that he should. I, I, again, I don't. I haven't ever heard him say he concedes. I, I don't know what that means. Uh, obviously, have a lot of hope that something is going to come. Uh, some fraud is going to come of this. That uh, the, the it will be exposed from all of this. Um, I just uh, I like so many of you am still just believing and hoping and praying that something happens. Because, you know, I, I try to be really careful. I've been trying to be really careful because I still want to be a voice for you guys uh, on here. And uh, and I may be gone. You never know. I might say the wrong thing at the wrong time or they just may decide to take me off, period. And if that's the case, then uh, something that you can do to make sure you, you stay connected with me. I'm building something. Uh, it's uh, text my name, David, to 53445. So send a text message to five, three, four, four, five, and send my name, David, and you'll be, uh, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm about to do because I'm about to make some changes. I'm not going to wait for them to take me off. Like they already took off the president. They can take down from social media, the president of the United States. You think any of us are really safe? No, but we've got to have a place that we can, uh, that we can gather, that we can connect, that we can share ideas and thoughts because they are absolutely trying to take all of us that side with the president uh, out. I, I'm going to show you videos. You've probably seen some clips, but uh, basically anybody that's got conservative views, anybody that's got conservative views, Christian views. Oh yeah, they're throwing Christians under the bus too. They're trying to make it look like it's the uh, the radical Christians, those those people of faith that have this faith in this fairy tale God of the Bible that believe that uh, marriage is is biblically for a man and a woman, and that babies should be honored and and cherished and that the family unit is actually something that God ordained to be a, a bedrock and a building structure for a good, economy, a, good, a good community. Yeah, all those crazy radical things, they're painting us to be the, the insane ones. 
Meanwhile, they didn't say anything during all the riots of last year. Um, and even last night, there was 11 NYPD officers injured in a riot that took place last night. Where's Where are they at condemning the violence? It, it only it seems that they only condemn it when it's when it's good for them, when it's good for their narrative. So absolutely, I feel you, I feel you guys' pain. I, I, I'm in it with you, obviously. Uh, the, the amount of times that I got to go to the White House and spend time with the president was amazing. It was something that uh, I absolutely will always cherish. Um, and yet I still have hope. You know, I've seen Don Jr., Kim Guilfoyle, Guilfoyle, and even the president ended his message today with the best is yet to come. So, you know, uh, this is a message for all you believers out there. If you don't have faith in God, then at least hang in there with me. But for those of us that that do have faith in God, we've got to remember that that's where our faith lies, right? It lies in the one that's never lost, the one that's conquered and defeated every foe that's, uh, that is the God of promises that never, never fails to keep his promises to us, his kids. And that's where I'm hopeful. That's where my rest lies. That's where I'm, I get my peace from. I rest in that. I supported Donald J. Trump and still support him because of his ideas, because of his uh, his beliefs, because of what he stood up for. Was it because of who he was? You know, the billionaire business mogul. That's not what it was about. It was because he stood for things that I believed as any any American, especially believers, should cherish about this country. Uh, The rule of law, sanctity of uh, of life, uh, sovereign borders opportunities for for any of us to to get a job the unemployment rate was you know plummeted during uh, Donald Trump's presidency and putting the United States back on the world stage as a powerful leader to be respected those are things that I cherish as cherish especially after eight years of the Obama bow tour where he traveled the globe bowing to all these other world leaders I so appreciate who Donald Trump is what he did for our country. And uh, and so, yeah, tomorrow at noon, he won't be there, but we will have a new president. And I'll, I still tell you, I still tell you, I'm still believing for some kind of miracle. It's probably not going to happen before tomorrow, but hopefully something comes out to bring some clarity to all the videos that we saw, all the footage we saw, uh, that there was not in, uh, integrity in this last election. We need there to be election integrity. Everybody should want that. Regardless of the political side of the aisle you're on, everybody should want integrity in our elections to make sure that us, our voices as American citizens count, especially with what Biden's got planned. Amnesty for 11 million. Uh, they're probably going to have voting rights. We're going to need a heck of a landslide in order for us to pull things back our way. And again, that's barring any other miracle. So God bless you all. I've got a show for you today that I hope that you'll love and appreciate. Please share it if you haven't already. Please share it on Facebook. Uh, If you have it on Twitter, please retweet it on uh, YouTube. Thank you for watching. Please uh, tag some friends or share some friends. This is coming from somebody that has 100% supported the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Still does. Love my picture right right back here. It's just one of the moments that I got to uh, spend with him. But it's uh, it's time for all of us that have been supporting this president to still look forward with optimism, with hope, and, uh, and even peace. Peace and even joy. Because, again, on the spiritual side of things, 
you've got to understand it gets it can get darker before the light, the the, the bright light of, of what God wants to do shine. So that also gives me some joy because in the natural right now, what it seems is taking place is there's going to be a whole lot of things that take place that are going to add a backdrop of darkness uh, like we may have not seen in this country for a long time. Um, but it's on that backdrop that I truly believe God will have his greatest opportunity to unveil his diamonds and those diamonds and gems are us and what he has us do. And the, uh, it's, it's like a jeweler before he pulls out his most precious stones, his most precious diamonds. He always pulls out that black felt, that black uh, cloth. And uh, on the backdrop of that darkness, those diamonds just glisten. So be encouraged. Be of good cheer. Uh, we still live in the greatest country in the history of the world. And regardless of who's in the White House, God is still on the throne. We are still a people of virtue. We're a people of peace. And I believe that this will unite all of us together, even all the more. And who knows who will jump in the fold with us. So the president today gave his uh, his farewell address. I've got some clips from that. And then I've got some clips for the person that's going to try to fill his shoes. We'll start. Uh, we'll start right here. George, our common destiny. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I had not spent my career as a politician, but as a builder looking at open skylines and imagining infinite possibilities. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless as long as we put America first. So I left behind my former life and stepped into a very difficult arena, but an arena nevertheless with all sorts of potential if properly done. America had given me so much and I wanted to give something back. Together with millions of hardworking patriots across this land, we built the greatest political movement in the history of our country. We also built the greatest economy in the history of the world. It was about. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, they did. And we all absolutely enjoyed it. I love the fact that he came from the private sector. I don't understand why more people didn't appreciate that about President Donald Trump. Is he wasn't a lifelong uh, career politician like we have stepping into the White House tomorrow. No, his, he made a fortune being able to live in the greatest, most prosperous country in the world. Uh, he was able to do that, create jobs and say what you want. But I've stayed at the Trump hotels. They know how to take care of their people. I've talked to people that work in his establishments from, uh, from Mar-a-Lago to uh, Trump Doral in Florida. And the people there say he is he's always treating them with respect, with dignity. And I love hearing the stories of those that have worked for the president before he was president that say that he'd always like to stick his head back in the back in the kitchen or talk to the uh, individuals that were uh, cleaning this or that. Just the, the average Joes. He was an average Joe guy. Uh, he, he, he literally was the, quote, average Joe. And then we've got the other Joe that's about to take office. And uh, here's just a little bit of uh, what we have to look forward to. All of a sudden, 
this phrase, this phrase, everybody's been woked. Well, guess what? The rest of the working class people in America have been awakened and realized, whoa, you know, back in the 30s, when we had the first breakthrough in terms of what and uh, having union movement be able to move. Lonnie knows I believe this every fiber of my being. We're posed. I, what I propose is, is it can be done. I think we're in a position to, to really make it happen. And my team and your team are already working closely together on politics like prevailing and... Pre Look, yes, I'm, I'm getting... I'm, I'm t taking too much time, but, you know... And so you asked other parts of a question. I, I can't remember what, what other ones were. What was the other part? Jump back in. Can you hear me at least? I know you can. I can hear you. Uh, let's get back to one of the uh, one of the best clips that I saw from today's speech from President Donald J. Trump. I, I, again, friends, I've been sharing this on my show all last year. If for some Hail Mary chance of a reason Joe is to get in. Well, apparently people still catch Hail Marys and we, we you can get into all the specifics of how that Hail Mary was thrown and who helped catch the pass and all of that. If you understand what I'm saying, but. It seems as though that's exactly where we're at. Uh, how long is he really going to last? How long will he really last because of his health? It should be a concern of every single American, especially when you understand exactly how progressive Kamala is and that basically he would be handing the reins of the greatest country in the history of the world to Kamala Harris. Let's go back to the president. I've got another clip I want to show you. Uh, from his speech today. In the face of every challenge, Americans have always summoned our unmatched courage, confidence, and fierce independence. These are the miraculous traits that once led millions of everyday citizens to set out across a wild continent and carve out a new life in the Great West. It was the same profound love of our God-given freedom that willed our soldiers into battle and our astronauts into space. As I think back on the past four years, one image rises in my mind above all others. Whenever I traveled all along the motorcade route, there were thousands and thousands of people. They came out with their families so that they could stand as we passed and proudly wave our great American flag. It never failed to deeply move me. I knew that they did not just come out to show their support of me, they came out to show me their support and love for our country. This is a republic of proud citizens who are united by our common conviction that America is the greatest nation in all of history. We are and must always be a land of hope, of light, and of glory to all the world. We must be a land of hope, of light, and glory for all the world. Just the fact that he can sound so uh, stellar, uh, just, just, he sounds presidential. And we already heard from Biden. Let's listen to a little bit of Kamala. I think Kamala is getting a little Biden action in this clip. We gather tonight, a nation in mourning, to pay tribute to the lives 
we have lost a grandmother or grandfather who was our whole world, a parent, partner, sibling, or friend who we still cannot accept is no longer here. And for many months, we have grieved by ourselves. Tonight, we grieve and begin healing together. So apparently, since Donald Trump is leaving the White House as the 45th president of the United States, and now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are stepping in, everybody can grieve no more over the loss of COVID. Apparently, she's ended it. Is that what she's saying? Is that COVID isn't going to be an issue any longer? It's not going to be something that American families have to even worry about? We grieve no more. We can all heal now. It's over. Well, their political hit job on this president and all of us, uh, his supporters, is, well, it's over enough to uh, where they wanted to get to, but I really don't think it's ultimately over. Let's listen to another clip from our, uh, our future uh, president, Joe Biden. That's why I made it a priority in my entire career to work closely with you. From the time I got to the Senate 180 years ago, <laughs> you know, as well as my tenure as vice president. 180 years ago. <laughs> Man, he's a lot older than I thought he was. Well, that's just a little bit of what we have to look forward to. Um, but let's let's close off this little segment uh, from then and now, or I guess it'll be now and then, going back and forth between our, our last two, our last president and future president, the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, closed it out with a message that I think resonates and will resonate with every single one of you that are still looking for hope, looking for reasons to uh, just keep pursuing your best foot. All of us better make sure we're pursuing our best uh, foot, putting our best foot forward and everything. But this right here is what I believe completely solidifies that it is not over for Donald J. Trump. This is a republic of proud citizens who are united by our common conviction that America is the greatest nation in all of history. We are and must always be a land of hope, of light, and of glory to all the world. This is the precious inheritance that we must safeguard at every single turn. For the past four years, I have worked to do just that. From a great hall of Muslim leaders in Riyadh to a great square of Polish people in Warsaw, from the floor of the Korean Assembly to the podium at the United Nations General Assembly, and from the Forbidden City in Beijing to the shadow of Mount Rushmore, I fought for you, I fought for your family, I fought for our country. Above all, I fought for America and all it stands for, and that is safe, strong, proud, and free. Now, as I prepare to hand power over to a new administration, at noon on Wednesday, I want you to know that the movement we started is only just beginning. There's never been anything like it. The belief that a nation must serve its citizens will not dwindle, but instead only grow stronger by the day. As long as the American people hold in their hearts deep and devoted love of country, then there is nothing that this nation cannot achieve. Our communities will flourish. Our people will be prosperous. Our traditions will be cherished. Our faith will be strong. 
and our future will be brighter than ever before. I go from this majestic place with a loyal and joyful heart and optimistic spirit and a supreme confidence that for our country and for our children, the best is yet to come. Thank you and farewell. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. I've got to tell you, I absolutely believe that God blessed the United States of America when he gave us Donald Trump as president for these last four years. Something inside of me just doesn't feel like it's over for Donald J. Trump uh, in politics. I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's done. I, I hear the best is yet to come. He keeps using that uh, mantra, that slogan, that phrase. Uh, I think that he's uh, he's planning something. I know that I've talked to some people that are close to him that said he is looking to run in 2024 again, barring some miracle of something happening sooner. But the movement of individuals like you and I that have began to really study our Constitution, look at our history, pay attention to politics and get engaged and get involved. I haven't seen anything like this. I mean, the last that I've heard of any kind of movement taking place like this was with Ronald Reagan. That was uh, I was young. I was a young lad then. But I do not believe that the movement is over. We are not over. We are still here and we will still continue to fight for the exact same values and policies that the president put forward. Uh, and we'll, it's time for us to now put pressure on our state and our local governments. It's time for us to make sure that our voices continue to stay heard and are hopefully then represented in the voting booth. We need to make sure we get all that figured out and clarified uh, so that we then have the opportunity to make sure that our voices count in these next elections. Let's get over to some interesting things that uh, Joe Biden did, just uh, looks like he's doing, did today, and looks like he's doing. His new pick for the health secretary is is Rachel Levine. Uh, I think his name was Frank initially. To be the assistant health secretary will be the first transgender confirmed by the Senate. Now, please let me just say this. First and foremost, I have no problem with transgenders. I have no problem with them whatsoever. I believe that uh, every single one of us need to have a, an awakening as to who created us. And I think that gives a lot, gives a lot of clarity. But for somebody that's confused on the science of gender, there's an XX and there's an XY. I, I, I haven't added anything else yet. For the person that's confused in that regard, to be put into a position and place for a health secretary, assistant to health secretary, is pretty, uh, is pretty interesting. Very, very interesting. So this is who's supposed to be the uh, assistant to the health secretary. And on Joe Tuesday, uh, today, Joe Biden announced that uh, health secretary Rachel Levin will serve as the assistant health and human services secretary, making uh, it the first time a transgender officially will be confirmed by the U.S. Senate. I think that's just a little bit. Uh, it shows us a little bit of the direction of where Joe Biden wants to take us as a country and who he in my opinion, wants to alienate. I mean, again, look at the math. If you do the math, there's less than 1%. I think that's actually uh, giving it, giving a, a, a larger number to the actual data, but there's less than 1% uh, out there that are transgenders, yet he's trying to make sure that he includes them all. Well, I think it's excluding a lot of other people. And I wonder then, with this entire 
you know, push for canceling this and canceling that and making everything equal for everybody? Is that really making it equal for those that maybe actually had a better rap sheet, had a better uh, a better MO, a better history uh, for the role? Did her uh, his transgenderism play a role? Well, that's for you to decide and me to just sit back and talk about. But this is also very interesting what the president, what the Joe Biden is doing. Uh, Surgeon General rolls out his plan to control free enterprise and small businesses. Small businesses, you better pay attention, creates change makers. The federal government under Joe Biden and the far left can be expected to be a series of power grabs and, and domination over liberty-loving people, especially for entrepreneurs and leaders of small business groups. We can expect legislative pressures upon citizens to become more dependent on the government and less independent in our affairs. Uh, from all your news, hopefully get to djhjmedia.com throughout the day. Check it out or davidharrisjr.com. There's still news articles there as well. But these are just some picks and some decisions of what the new administration looks like they're planning on doing in a Joe Biden's America. I still think it's our America. He's just at the helm right now. But uh, it's still our America. The, the, those of uh, the people of faith, of uh, liberty, of justice, that love their guns and that love their Bibles and love their babies. Yeah, that's us. It's still our America. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to deal with what's uh, what's coming. So this is part of what's coming, friends. Talking about cancel culture, my good friend Mike Lindell has been banned. Uh, his or his, his, I spoke to him yesterday. Six major retailers are pulling their his products, his pillows, everything from their stores. Bed Bath and Beyond, Kohl's, Wayfair, H E B, and Mike actually sent me and said. Let me look at this here. I'll tell you specifically. Let me pull up my text from Mike. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I figure I'll just I'll just tell you exactly. He texted me and he said, uh, Coles, Canadian Shopping Channel, Zulily, and three smaller ones. They're all pulling his stuff. Why? Because he emphatically is trying to expose what did take place this last election. He has spilled, he has poured millions, over two million dollars into supporting individuals that are trying to bring some clarity. Well, in the middle of all that, now anybody that uh, goes against the mainstream media's narrative that tries to say, oh, there was, period, no fraud whatsoever, there was no election interference whatsoever, after four years of saying that the 2016 election was stolen by Donald Trump, now there's absolutely no possible way that there was any election interference, regardless of all the voting issues and videos that have come to light. Well, the Mike Lindell has put a lot of money in, and now he's the one getting canceled. So the code Trump2020 is still active, up to 66% off of everything there. I love his bathrobes. We've got his Giza flannel sheets. Uh, get, go, go to MyPillow.com and support Mike Lindell because uh, what he's going through is just absolutely insane. Absolutely ridiculous. This man has been, this man has been nothing but a true patriot for the president and for our country. So Trump 2020, use that code and let Mike know you heard it here. He loves my show, my number one sponsor. He is a lover of truth, and we need a lot more of that right now, especially moving into uh, these coming days, months, and, and whatever else is ahead. We need that. I see Fox is making some changes, and they're letting some people go. Uh, Fox could look very, very different in, uh, in a very short time. So MyPillow.com, use the code TRUMP2020. Plus, it feels so good to put TRUMP2020 in uh, in there as that promo code. 
So what else is taking place? Well, this is exactly what CNN would like to see. They acknowledge and understand that individuals like me, and I've got several friends that I'm sure that this guy on CNN is talking about, they don't like our message. Rather, I really think they don't like the power that we have with the audience that appreciates what we have to say, and they want us gone. We have to turn down the capability of these conservative influencers to reach these huge audiences. There are, are people on YouTube, for example, that have a larger daytime, a larger audience than daytime CNN, and they are extremely radical and pushing extremely uh, radical views. Oh, yeah, extreme. We're extremely radical. Yeah, we're just crazy over here. No, no, no. We're pushing for our First Amendment, Second Amendment. We want our Constitution upheld. Uh, we want the rule of law upheld. We would like to be able to say, you know, hey, if you get into this country and you come legally, then you can get all the benefits and perks of being a legal citizen. That should mean something. Those are those are some of the tra crazy radical ideas that CNN just wants. But they're talking about specifically individuals like myself and my friends. They just want us gone. They, they, they don't want anybody else out there opposing their narrative so that they can continue to program you or your family or friends, the people, with the message that they want you to hear, that they want you to believe. That's exactly what's taking place. So not only do we have an absolute all-out war against all of us that are trying to bring you truth and, and trying to share information with you that you may just not get on your normal mainstream media outlets, pretty much any of them except for OAN and Newsmax. They're more truth tellers than the rest of them. Not only do we have that. But the media is also, I swear, friends, it's like a, it's an absolute psyop that's going on right now. It is a psychological operation where they are trying to manipulate the minds of their viewers that don't understand that they're being programmed. Not only do they want to target individuals like me, but they also, my, a friend of mine today, actually, uh, he follows me on Instagram. He went to follow me on Facebook. He immediately gets this big, war like a warning page that says, are you sure you want to like this page, David J. Harris Jr.? Uh review his review his uh, previous articles he had to click out of that before he could like my page and i hear it all the time everybody says i tried to like you follow you i miss I, you know i i miss you in my news feed you don't show up i had to go back to your page and like you again it's exactly what's taking place and biden is apparently rewarding big tech by putting big tech employees into his administration but then it goes even deeper and it goes even more in my book nefarious when uh when mccabe gets on a national television show and literally begins to try to specifically uh, cord, uh, uh, correlate Trump supporters, 75 million of us, and connect us to ISIS? Friends, when that goes unchecked on national television and they are trying to program their audience to believe that anybody that supports this president, that's got his hat, that's got a Trump 2020 flag, any of these things are like people that flew across the country to join ISIS. That should trouble every single American, regardless of the political aisle that you're on. Some of the people who've now been identified and arrested as part of this domestic terror attack. I'm not talking about names, but what we've learned about what these people do, who they are. A retired Air Force Reserve officer from Texas, a former mayoral candidate, a West Virginia state lawmaker, an Olympic swimmer, two off-duty police officers from Virginia, a CEO of a Chicago-area marketing technology company, a Florida firefighter, a realtor, an attorney, at least two teachers. 
Andrew, these aren't who most people picture as extremists. These are our neighbors. Some are people who are supposed to protect us and educate us. How do you explain it? And how much more challenging does that make this investigation? So, Anna, I spent years uh, working against extremists, doing counterterrorism work in the FBI. And I have to tell you that that sort of a diverse cross-section of people is exactly what you see in the, in the population of adherents, people who are attracted to extremist rhetoric, to extremist movements. That's exactly what you see. When we looked at those Americans who traveled to Syria for the purpose of joining the Islamic State, when you put all those faces and names down in one place, you had doctors, lawyers, you had people who were... Um, who were Muslim their entire life, and some people who had just converted only months earlier. You had rich people, you had poor people, men, women of every ethnic variety. So I think that's actually common to extremist groups. Some people are very vulnerable to and drawn into that, um, that core lie of any extremist movement, and that is exactly what we're seeing now with these this particular group of Trump supporters. They have invested on an emotional and spiritual level in this grievance that the election was stolen from them, and they seem to be completely manipulated by that propaganda. If you could keep your answer just very short, I wonder, would you use the word radicalization? Have these people been radicalized? They have been radicalized by the radicalizer-in-chief, the President of the United States. Absolutely. Andrew McCabe, I really appreciate your expertise radicalized by the radicalizer in chief he's speaking about the current president of the united states but it's the programming friends it's the programming that they are pushing to their audience to demonize us to vilify us to say that anybody that supported this president well they're they're akin to the people that flew to syria to join isis are you kidding me i wish i was but it's not going to stop that's why we've got to vote with our dollars. We've got to turn off the networks, change, disconnect cable if you have to. Use apps now to get Newsmax, to get OAN, and, and you can get me as well. You can get me on YouTube, Facebook, uh, and I'll be in Rumble now. I am on Rumble. Search at David uh, or search David Harris Jr. I'm at David on Rumble. You'll get my shows there as well, and I've got other things that are coming to you as all uh, to you all very, very soon. This is a clip from the uh, from Washington, D.C. So many people are saying, what is going on in Washington, D.C.? Why are there so many National Guard? I thought this clip was just was just un un unreal. I wanted to bring it to you. We've heard reports that there were 25, maybe 35. I actually saw a video where one of the uh, generals there on the ground or one of the uh, uh, gentlemen from with the National Guard said there's 65,000 troops there in D.C. What are they preparing for? Do they literally think that there's going to be an uprising of Trump supporters that are going to try to stage a, some kind of insurrection? Uh, it didn't even happen the first time, and it wasn't even us. What do they think is happening? What is really going on in Washington, D.C.? Friends, your, your guess is uh, as good 
as mine. What do I got over here? I'm just having fun today. I want to show you some of these things. Here's one thing that I think should concern all of us. Do you think Joe Biden is going to do anything about this? A migrant caravan from Honduras uh, of close to eight to 9,000 immigrants are trying to make their way here. And they uh, busted through the army. They're trying to get to the United States. They believe that Joe Biden will open up the gates and just let them on in. Do you think he's going to do anything to stop this? stopped at our border and they are welcomed, what message does that send to every person in the world that wants to come to the United States and those that want to do damage to the United States? Friends, that is all the more reason why we need to be prayed up and we need to be armed. We need to to be thankful that we have the second amendment that we have. Be ready. But uh, like, like the president said, we don't... The best is yet to come. And here, here's for all of you out there that are with me on this, uh, have faith. I believe there's more with us than against us. And I believe that he that started and begun a good work in this country will complete it. I absolutely believe that. I'm claiming that for this country. Uh, we need it. We need to be filled with hope. We need to be filled with peace. And, uh, and we need to listen to those voices that are going to give us those things. Turn off anything else that combats that and make sure that we uh, do the best we can to be the best that we can be to our family, to our friends, and let's get politically active like never before. Let's make sure, regardless of what happens, let's make sure when it comes time to vote in our local and state elections that we show up and we show up in numbers, we show up with with, uh, the power of those numbers, and then let's make sure we've got the election integrity there. Hopefully, let's we got to get rid of these Dominion machines. With as much controversy that was surrounding this last election, I think that we need to make sure that we get Dominion as far away from our election as possible in the future. They don't need to be anywhere near there. Friends, be of good cheer. We still live in the greatest country in the world. We have survived a lot of things in this country. We will survive Joe Biden and Kamala Harris presidency, and we will continue to pray for something miraculous to happen. And uh, I believe that it will at some point. I truly do. So God bless you. Please go support my good friend, Mike Lindell. He's getting slammed everywhere. Go to MyPillow.com. Find something for yourself or for a family member or a friend and use the code TRUMP2020 when you do. Mike really needs our support right now. God bless you all. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show.